Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spread of the News, episode 49 here on July 17th. Welcome back. I am your host, Chase Carucci, alongside Danny. Danny, how you doing today, buddy? What is up? How are you? Danny, we missed you last week, back from vacation. Yes, I am back. Got a nice tan, but I'm ready to talk Yanks again. You look good. So do you. Haircut? Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was right before, I guess, the vacation a week ago. It looks short. It looks shorter than it does, than it normally yeah. does. Yeah, it looks it good. Went a little short. Well, uh, I hope you had a good vacation, buddy. Yep. All right. And before we get into the bad stuff, because this will be a not happy episode, I want to show you what I just picked up in the mail. Came today. Brian Hoke. Wow. Brian Hoke authored Aaron Judge 62 book. Got this in the mail today. Excited to read this. I haven't read a book in God knows how long. So I'm excited to uh, try to get through it. I don't know if I'm going to understand every word, but we'll try. <laughs> and then uh That's awesome yeah I'm, I'm excited how much was it uh like 25 bucks so it's awesome yeah was... let me know how it is if it's good i'll read it myself yeah you should um i'd imagine there's probably some really good stories in there yeah but it's i mean it's over 300 pages also one more thing the off the yankees the only thing that could salvage the mood today because not a good mood today after this Yankees series. The only thing that can salvage the mood is Saquon Barkley signing an extension before the four o'clock deadline. So New York Ooh. Giants, I, we, hey, we're going to be on there for this. We're going to be on here for this news. Probably going to be a somber episode, not a happy episode, maybe an angry episode. But if we get that news that he signed an extension, I'll be uplifted a little bit. You know, I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little curious. Um, I know we're not a Giants podcast, but what do you uh, what do you think about that whole situation? I understand both sides. Obviously, the running back market is not very great. Nobody, No team wants to pay a running back big, but I also understand Saquon's side of it. You know, he had a really good season last year, and that was supposed to be his prove-it year to get a contract. So right. now that he's not getting a contract, kind of weird. Why, why does he have to prove it again if he just did? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, as as I've always said, like we've always said crazy things happen on, happen on here. So uh, who knows? Maybe you'll get some good news for your squad. But anyways, Danny, um, do you think there's even a need for a Yankee of the week? I'm like, what do you think? Is there <laughs> no. no, right? There's no point. Glaber Torres um, hit well. Yeah. I mean, Glaber's Glaber's been hitting well. DJ had a couple hits in I think like game two of the series. I think he had like three hits, which was his first three hit game since like mid-May. I saw they put on the yeah. broadcast, which was like so weird to think about because if you told me that like a couple years ago, that would have been like a regular yeah. thing for DJ. But um just a really glum series, really glum series. Uh game one. Did you get a chance to watch these games at all? Or um I watched um what I could. I watched Saturday and Sunday. Friday I was kind of in and out because I was still away. But okay. I was home for Saturday and Sunday. So I uh I was able to watch those games. So Friday, uh, I also missed Friday's game because I was working. Um, but I, I, I saw most of it. I saw most of it. I um saw Rodon didn't pitch as good as you know you would want him to, but like I'm not gonna overreact to that. Coors Field, not... um, fastball. He's a fastball pitcher. Fastballs don't really play there. Um, That's not so, my concern. Yeah. Okay. Um, not gonna go crazy over that. Just gotta hope. Obviously, he looks good in his next start. Um. Wednesday. 
Stanton, Stan's been looking a little better. I guess we'll talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. Stan's been looking a little better. I don't know what his numbers are over the last couple of games. I'll pull them up here. But um, he's couple had a couple home runs in the series. Runs, yeah. A couple home runs. I'm pulling up his stats right now. Just give me one sec. Oof, his last seven, he's hitting 208. It's pretty good. <laughs> Is it that low? Yeah. Four homers, though, in his last seven. That's That's, you know, that's good. That's what we need. It's actually a lot worse than I thought it would be. The 208. Yeah, 750 uh, slug, wow. though. So, I mean, he's hitting homers again. So, when the homer for him, but for Giancarlo Stanton, when the homers start coming, then his bat starts coming. So, I mean, it is a good sign that he's hitting the home the home runs again, at least, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I was always said, like, they need him really bad. So, he's got to perform. But anyways, um, they ended up losing on – Friday, just in a really bad loss, seven two loss. Um, they come back on Saturday. They bounce back in a six three win. Um, Stanton again hit another home run. Um, I'm trying to remember. Did I watch? I don't think I watched this game either. I don't think I was. I could. So that game two game, uh, we were going into that game facing another starting pitcher with above a six ERA, and I had tweeted out on our account that. Uh, that was happening and see if we could actually hit one because we were shut out by the last, I don't know how many guys with six over six ERAs, at least the last two with Tyone and Gomber on, on uh, Friday. But when it's that game and we hit right off the bat, we were scoring six runs in the first two innings. And I'm like, all right, this is great. You know, Torres was hitting Stanton was hit, hit a home run through on Homer. So I'm like, all right, let's go. We finally, we finally knocked a starting pitcher out. When was the last time you saw Yankees, the Yankees knock out a starting pitcher in the third inning? Been a long time. Been a long time. But yes, we won that game. Yes, it looks good, the six runs and how it happened. But we were shut out for the last for three through nine, innings three through nine there. So yeah, obviously we won. So you don't want to be all nitpicky like that, but you have to be have to be with this team because they can't hit. They haven't been able to hit. So you see the six runs, like, oh, finally they hit. But you see when it came, like, yeah, we just exploded in the first two innings off a shitty starter, but then we couldn't do anything the rest of the game. We kind of just rolled, laid, laid down and posted the rest of the game, which you can't do because, I mean, better teams will hit you. They'll score six runs if you uh, just lay down and die. So, you know, they didn't keep the pedal to the metal and they ended up still winning, obviously, but then yeah. that went into last night's game where – yeah, so worst loss of the season, new one, new worst loss. Of the yeah, season. new new worst loss of the season. They salvaged Saturday. Um, had a chance to you know really, uh, bounce back from their loss from Friday and like kind of save the series and like, but just yesterday was just an all around mi- pretty miserable game. Um, I- I'm assuming you watched this game or no? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the Yankees didn't score at all until the sixth inning. Um, we know how that goes. Garrett Cole gave us another just amazing, amazing dude. performance. I mean, we can sit here and talk about all the bad things about the Yankee season. There's a lot to talk about. But one thing you can say that's been amazing and it's really unfortunate uh, is that Garrett Cole is having his best season as a Yankee. Um, yep. Probably his best season since uh, his last season in Houston. Um, but he's been absolutely fantastic. Yesterday he went... Um, Six innings pitched with two, two only two hits and one earned run and eleven strikeouts in six innings, which is crazy. Yep, one mistake um, pitch that was a home run, but other than that, he was amazing. 
Yeah, he was amazing yesterday. Um, really just like as usual, giving it everything he's got for the team. And at one point it looked like it was enough because they were up three one late in the and, game. Hey, and like I was saying, like I just said about the six ERA, uh Chase Anderson, thirty five year old with well above a six ERA in that game, shut us out through five innings. We yeah. didn't score against him. They luckily they freaking pulled him, but yeah, we couldn't hit 35-year-old Chase Anderson with, I think, coming into that game. It was like a 6'5", 6'8", ERA, something like that. And we got his ERA all the way down to 6'2", 6", because we got shut out through five. Not good. Not good at all. Unbelievable. It's That's been that's just been the the just the, the circumstances with us this year. Like, we just can't – I don't know what it is. I feel like every time we face a good pitcher, like, we do, like, an okay job. When we face a bad pitcher, it's, like, it's just unbearable. Yeah, can't do anything, man. But to finish out the game, um, into let's see, into the eighth inning, CJ Crone, um, was that wasn't the grand slam, right? Oh no, it was, it was. That was the grand slam. Yeah. So Tommy Canley comes in, he loads the bases, first uh, hiccup all year, pretty much. Um, I know the previous before previous outing that he had. Uh, the night before was, or maybe it was two nights before, he uh, got into a little bit of trouble, but I think he only gave up like one unearned run. So, yeah. um, but this time around, he came in, loaded the bases. So first hiccup all year for him. And then they bring in Clay Holmes to relieve him with two outs. Clay Holmes gives up a grand slam, gives up the First Yankee lead. Run let up for Clay Holmes this year. Yeah, gives up the Yankee lead, um, ultimately giving the Rockies 5-3 lead going into the ninth. And then at that point, it's just like the morale is low. And then Glaber comes out. Glaber starts a little bit of a rally with a um, – yeah. Well, that wasn't an infield single, or was it? I don't know. Was it an um, error? Uh, what did they give him there? They did give him on an inf- in an infield single. Yeah. That, but we scored the run it on could have, It could have been an error. It could have been an error. Yeah, he gave us the infield single. He hustled it out, forced a throw, threw it away. And we ended up scoring on a throw and error. So, yeah. Um, and the Yankees end up tying it in the ninth. Um, you know, obviously you want to see them win, but like it was just hard to, at least for me, hard to like be happy about them tying the game just because of what what just happened and what's been happening. Um, and then they go to extra innings. The pitchers do their job um, into extras, and then uh, Ian Hamilton was great yesterday again. Like, yep. continuing to build on his great season, like. And then comes in Nick Ramirez. Um, yeah, the ex- well, the top of the 11th for the Yankees was awesome. I, I mean, that was all the kids. Cabrera singled home Volpe, then Peraza singled home Cabrera. It was awesome to see. Like, it was like, this is what we wanted. Like, all these three kids playing together, and Peraza was freaking hyped up at first base. That was awesome to see. Yeah. He's back. He's back, baby. Gave us a huge RBI single to extend a lead. Let's go. And Boone brings in Nick Ramirez. Yeah. <laughs> Um, look, I, at first I was upset with like the decision there, but I realized that That's King, bad. only like King and Marinaccio were available. And like, I understand, I guess they wanted to get King a day off. Um, they wanted lefty lefty too. Yeah. And the lefty lefty. So like, I guess I understand it, but like. Seems to not work with Nick Ramirez though. That was the strategy with Brandon Nimmo in the Mets game and who walked it yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Nick Ramirez ends up, uh, giving up the punching blow to, for them to tie the game again in extras. And then they bring in Marinaccio in relief. And then Marinaccio, who's been re- just really bad. Marinaccio's been really, really bad um, over his last X amount of games. 
And he gives up the first home run of the season to um whatever his name was, Trejo, something. Trejo, like yeah. That. Yeah. Alan Trejo. Um just a really miserable way to cap off a miserable series. Um a bad way to come out of the break. Bad really bad way to come out of the all-star break. Oh, and uh now they got coming up after the Colorado, they got the Angels and like the Angels are bad too, but like obviously like they're better than the Rockies are. Yeah, yeah, they're better than the Rockies. Like they're good enough to win games. So it's like I don't know. I don't we know. Have it's Severino uh, on the bump today. Ugh. Yeah, which is never good. I'm not looking forward to watch Luis Severino pitch. There was a time where I couldn't wait to watch Sevy pitch. But now, like, I'm dreading watching this game tonight. I, I like. Is it late? Is it a late game? Nine thirty. Yeah. Oof. It's, I I kind of like the late games though, honestly. Let's watch it while we're playing co-op. How about that? Yeah, we can we can do that. I'm down. But um, yeah, Danny, it's been uh, that was a disaster way to come out of the break. Just pretty much sums up the whole first half. Seems like the first half hiccups have seeped into the second half a little bit in that first series. Um. So I want to start here with the bullpen. Um, I think we're seeing a little bit of what we saw last year, yeah. how now, you know, the last couple of weeks, the bullpen's kind of been coming back to earth a little bit. Not exactly sure where they rank in terms of entire the entirety of Major League Baseball, but it almost feels like they're getting a little burnt out, and we saw that last year. Um, the whole second half, the bullpen, and Clay Holmes most, most notably, uh, of the bunch was the most burnt out and he had that horrible second half to the point where he was also unpitchable. Um, I wouldn't say that any of our guys at this moment are unpitchable, but they're definitely, it seems like there's some fatigue setting in because the starters are not doing what they're supposed to do except for Cole, obviously. So yeah, I think, do you I think, think yeah. Do you think, had... do you think we're getting burnt out is what I'm yes. trying to get at. Yes. They have like, I think I saw over the last five or so games, they have over an 80 array. So the bullpen has been losing us games lately. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think we're seeing a burnout and I think we are going to have to go if we're trying to win, which we'll talk about. I think we're going to preview the trade deadline a little bit in this episode, but uh, I think we are going to have to go out and try to get a bullpen arm because some of these guys that were looking really good to start, Nick Ramirez being one of them, Albert Abreu, they're starting to look very, very hittable, which we kind of assumed would happen. Um, I'm sure you guys talked about last week, Jimmy Cordero, uh, being, he is gone. So we, we could probably, we do need probably a a bullpen arm or two at the deadline and hopefully Clay Holmes can keep pitching well. Like we have seen this season. Yes. Obviously he gave up the home run yesterday, but that's not indicative of how this has gone. Hopefully he doesn't burn out. Hopefully we could have King. Hopefully our big guys stay better, I guess. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I think it's definitely a burnout happening, and these guys are coming down to earth. So we have to do something about it. Yeah, I mean, e- even if uh, they don't acquire a couple of bullpen arms, like they got uh, Nestor on the horizon, uh, who should like ease in the blow a little bit, but like he's also not gonna go late into games. So it's like, I don't know. And also, we saw how Nestor was before the injury too. Right, right, and how Severino's been pitching. He can't even go four innings anymore. So. Yeah. Um, their bullpen is in a not not so great spot right now. Uh, they're gonna have to really climb some hurdles to get over uh, what they're going through right now. But yeah, I agree. I think the bullpen, like I said, is is getting a little burnt out, similar to how it happened last year. Uh, and I do think they're gonna have to acquire 
an arm or two, like you said. So, yeah, and not- I mean, and we have a lot of things we need to acquire at this deadline too. So, if we're actually yeah. going to try to win and go by, we're going to need more than two bullpen arms. We're going to need a lot. So that's just so- extra moves we have to make. I'm not so sure uh, who would even be on the market, like reliever wise. Um, Cashman. Well, that's the one thing that we. But like yeah, that's what I was just. That's what I was getting at. Like Cashman. If there, if there's one thing that he's good at, he's so good at finding yeah. relievers out of nowhere. I don't know how Efron's he does. Last year was awesome. Like that was yeah. a great find. Yeah. Um. So I'm like for that reason though, like that's why I'm not too concerned about the bullpen because I think he probably will get a bullpen arm because I feel like every year he gets one. Yeah. And um, it, it costs nothing too. Yeah. So um, but I guess we could talk a little bit more about uh like trades now. Like Cody Bellinger has been heavily heavily rumored. To the Yankees, a lot of Yankee fans, including yourself, uh, have campaigned for the Yankees to. Obviously, fit, yes, I would love for Bellinger. Bellinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, rather, would obviously rather the big names, you know, but you know sometimes that's not realistic. We 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 do need more than Cody Bellinger if we want to win. But yeah, I would love. I would like if we traded for Cody Cody Bellinger. I think that would be a good acquisition. Probably wouldn't cost as much as the other guys would, obviously. So I think Cody Bellinger would be a nice lefty bat in Yankee Stadium. He's sitting around 300 right now. So we've been saying we needed a lefty bat for a while. Cody Bellinger is looking like he's back to form almost. So I think he would yeah. be a good acquisition for this team. Yeah, a lot of people are are saying, like I've said in the past, like the Yankees might have to look into selling at the deadline some of their some of their guys, but it's just not realistic. Like it's not going to happen. The Yankees just don't sell. They sold the one year in 2016, but it's like so rare. They just never do it. Yeah, I mean, um, that worked, but. Uh, but um, I'm with you on that. Like Cody Bellinger, I think would be a good acquisition for this team. Uh, the high average, the power, the lefty bat, and the defense. Like he he solves the center field. He he yeah. solves. Uh, he can play right. He can play left, uh, and he can play first. So, yeah. which I think uh, is a waste of his. I don't like when I see him at first base because that's kind of yeah. a waste of his. It is a waste. Ability, but but like if Rizzo needs a day off, like yeah. Like which it seems like he could use a couple of days off, maybe even a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you on that. Like I, I think you're pulling. Are you pulling up Bellinger's numbers right now? Yeah, I have him up. Um, but uh, 61 games, so he did, he did miss a little time, but he's hitting 301, 12 homers with an 882 OPS. I mean, if that's not what the Yankees need right now, then I don't know what yeah. is. So I know people will say like, well, Cody Bellinger's in the end all be all. Obviously, obviously, kind of, yeah. But that would be a huge upgrade to what we have now, and he would be a very, very, very needed piece in this lineup. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he would be a good pickup, and I think he would be cheaper. I don't think he'd be cheap, but I think he'd be cheap. Because you got to remember, people people do say like, oh, he's not going to cost much. Got to remember, the guy's twenty seven years old still. Like it yeah, feels yeah. like he's older because he, you know, he broke in two thousand seventeen, was amazing, and then kind of went through a slide, which seemed like last forever. But he is only twenty seven years old. I know the Cubs only have him on a one year deal, so in that sense, it'll cost less. But it definitely won't. It definitely will cost us a little something, like one of our good prospects at least. So. Which I think I'm okay with. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've said I've been on record in the past saying, and I know I mean, John Boy says this too, and I I've always been on this train as well. If you're making a trade and you're the guy selling, you lost. You lost the trade. If you you only really win a trade if you're on the receiving end of the good player. So I'm all for trading these prospects. Let's go out get stars and try to freaking win. Yeah, uh, but like. 
Bellinger, like we can go into that. That I mean, the trade deadline's what two weeks away, Danny? Is yeah, it, am I right? First. What is that? I don't know the math on that, but I think that's I think that's like yeah, like two weeks. Um, yeah. so not next episode, but like the episode after, assuming we're continuing weekly, obviously. Uh, we'll probably have like an official like trade prediction episode. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. I think I was gonna say. And we haven't talked about this yet. We haven't planned. I was going to say next week we have like, remember last year when we had the special where we just, we did like mock trades, whatever. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I think that should be next week because the week after that would be July 31st. And by that time trades happen. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So next week. Yeah. That's a good point. So we can do that next week, but um, so stay tuned for that if you're listening. Yeah. Um, But uh, we'll get into like official mock trades or wish lists that, you know, we want them to do, but, you know, a little teaser, like me and Danny are both on the Bellinger train. I think Bellinger, would, like we said, would be a great pickup, but they can't stop there. Like if they're going to go, like if they're going to go and they're going to get Bellinger, they got to get a couple more guys. Like don't know who they could get. Like, I don't even know who would even be on the market. Like there's rumors that the Cardinals are going to have a fire sale, but like Arenado, yeah, yeah. Candelario, like me and you have been talking about like Lane Thomas, like yeah. a couple of these guys, like I think would be some sneaky pickups. Um, yeah, I don't think Candelario would be a bad pickup at all. Obviously, like I think Yankee fans would roll their eyes at seeing that, but he's had a really solid season. Third base, it solves that hole. I think, I think that would be a good pickup too. If we're going like the Bellinger, like a couple guys route and get like Bellinger, him, and all that. Like if we're not going the superstar route. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if I don't know. I don't know what it would take. Honestly, like this team is has a lot of holes. Um, they're gonna have to make some significant changes. Um, very quickly, it's got to be a very quick turnaround because, um, they're they're in are they in last place or are they in fourth right now? Tied they're in last, last, right? Place with the Red Sox, yes. yeah. So they're tied for last. And the Red and, Sox beat us head to head, so they have the tiebreakers. Technically, we're in last place. Yeah, and the judge, the judge news, by the way, seems like it's getting a little better. Yep. Um, it seems like Judge could could honestly be back within the next maybe like month, maybe yep. like next couple weeks. Which would be a huge W for us because we were under the impression he was probably September or later at that point. But, um, yeah, he was so he was taking batting practice at Coors Field, and uh, he said after that he didn't feel much limitations, so he felt good yeah. late. Hopefully, he could progress in that uh, baseball activity development. Then we could get him on a rehab start, a couple rehab stints, and get him back. How about that? Yeah, that would be big. Like imagine a. Imagine a deadline of like judge and I hate doing that because I always make fun of Cashman Boone for saying like, we're getting these guys back at the deadline. So that's like our trade deadline, but like, you know, like it's Aaron judge. So like, obviously like it's like you're acquiring Aaron judge. Um, but yeah, you're getting judge, you're getting Bellinger, you're getting maybe, maybe even Danny, like maybe even a a rotation piece, like some random starter out there somewhere that they might be looking into four or five. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got, we got a rumor today about a potential catcher, a potential catcher at catching acquisition, which I thought was completely out of left field. I think we've pretty much been under the impression that Higashioka and Trevino are kind of just locks. And then like, in case one of them goes down or they need a, need a catcher, like word vets, the next guy up. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you make of that? So a little weird to me because the Yankees have kind of 
shown that they love their catcher situation because, I mean, they're, they're both good defensively. Trevino obviously is a platinum glove winner. He's amazing. Higgy's also good back there. So I think they've loved that. And now I, I don't really know what to make of this. I, maybe they've been trying to, like, talk to teams about left field third base and, like, they're not really getting anything. So they're like, all right, we got to upgrade somewhere else. Let's go catcher. Now here is the worry for me a little bit, which shouldn't be. I, I would love a good hitting catcher, you know? I've been saying that. I said that in the offseason. Trade for Sean Murphy, uh, whatever. I would love a good hitting Who's catcher. Who's now the best catcher in baseball, by the way. Who's now the best catcher in baseball, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so I would love a good hitting catcher. I, I People say, like, oh, you don't need one, but this team needs all the hitting they could get, so I would love to go out and get one. However, here with the Yankees, they have been known to be – on the bitch side in the past, this team loves Higgy. They, this team loves Trevino. They love those guys. So a trade replacing one of them and getting them off the team, what is that going to do to the clubhouse? Like, which shouldn't be a question. That like, dude, you're here playing baseball. That shouldn't be a question. But last year, remember the King quotes when, when they traded Monty. He said the clubhouse culture uh, shifted, and nobody was really, you know, fully on board with trading Montgomery and the kind of change the culture and all that, which it was I like a shell shock. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous yeah. that that is a reason why I wouldn't like why we shouldn't go out and get a catcher. I mean, I think we should, obviously we need to, we need all the hitting we could get if we can find a good hitting catcher, but yeah. What would that, what do you think that would do to the clubhouse? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's, I feel like that's a, <laughs> shouldn't I, be a worry, I, but it is. Well, I think more, I think it's more so it could be an issue if Higashioka goes just because Higashioka has been with this team since what, 2019 has been yeah. 2019. Um, I don't think, I don't think by any means they're going to replace Trevino. I think Trevino has, has the upper hand in terms of defensively on Higashioka. And I think, I think they just like uh, his defense a lot better um, than Higashioka, but if they do end up replacing Higgy, I, I I agree with you. Like it could be a clubhouse shift, and I think it's it would be stupid for there to be, even be one. But like, that's what this team is. So. Yeah, and like he's like he's been with this team for four year four plus well, years he, now. He made his he made his debut in 2017, but he's been in the Yankee organization since. Well, yeah, yeah, he's, ah, been, in he's been in the Yankee organization. Yankee organization since like 1983. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally he's been, been in. The He's been in the Yankee organization since we're like literally elementary school. I'm pretty sure he signed with the Yankees in like 2013. Yeah, the picture of him with like Posada, Cervelli, yeah. and all those guys. Like yeah. Um, but he made like he he became a mainstay in 2019. Like that's my point. I, if I remember, if I'm remembering, eight Chase. That's insane. So we were six. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it I think it could uh I think it could could definitely damage some, you know, love in the clubhouse. I think I think it would hurt a little bit, but like You got you got to make like you got to make the move. You got to make that move. I know. I know. If, if you can upgrade. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I thought that was a very interesting rumor from uh Mark Feinsand or however you were saying his name. Yeah. Um because it was just so random, and we've kind of always thought that those two were just kind of locks for the lineup. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what catcher would be out there. I mean, we talked about Salvador Perez, which would be weird because you know his defense isn't great. But you know, I mean, I, I, I would be, I would like Salvador Perez. I think he would be a good addition. Uh, 
but obviously I don't think just Salvador Perez will change this team. You know, he's been all right this season. He has his numbers are all right. So yeah. I, I, I don't know what other hitting catchers will be available because teams covet hitting catchers. I mean, so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Josh Donaldson's their uh, catcher coming in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, like I, I wanted to say, um, like another thing too, like I saw a lot of people saying on Twitter and last week, Brian and I spoke about Austin Wells. Um, cause Austin Wells is 24 and he's still in double a and he's playing really well in double a. So like, it kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense, but like, what does that say about their confidence in Austin Wells, uh, in terms of his future with the Yankees? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, I, th- I, I've said in like the kind of the reports throughout, uh, Wells's minor league journey, I guess you could say, Mm-hmm. Is that he projects not as a catcher. catcher. Right. Like he could be like, he could move to like corner outfield, first base. Like I, that's kind of always been the stigma around him, but he has said many times that he wants to be a catcher. So he's, I guess they're probably, it sucks that he's still in double A at 24. I mean, I think he should be up, but they're probably trying to develop his glove a little bit more, but still we need offense. If he's hitting, yeah. get him up to the next level because we need hitters. Yeah, and I, I see a lot of people, I'm looking through Twitter right now, like a lot of people are even saying like, if you're going to get a catcher, why not just bring up Austin Wells and try him out offensively um, and leave Trevino as a defensive catcher? Uh, obviously, I don't think it's what happened, but I think it could be an interesting thing to look yeah. at. But like I mean, also... a guy straight from double A, like how yeah, much... It, it really would be difficult. It would be difficult, but they did it with Volpe. And I know, like, I know there's a much bigger... Oh, yeah, bigger, that worked out well. There's a much bigger difference with Volpe and Wells in terms of prospect status. But, like, I don't know. I, I think I think they, they have a lot of decisions to make. And I'm just happy that I'm not in those shoes because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be messy. It's going to be... Because whether you're um, a fan that's saying to sell or whether you're a fan that's saying to buy... Um, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people over these next couple weeks. Um, just well, I don't think anybody should be unhappy if we go out and get a guy like Soto and all that. Like, how can well, you be that's unhappy? different? That's different. No, 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 that's different. Like, no, but I know, but my point, like, obviously, you shouldn't be, but there'll be people on Yankees Twitter that won't be happy about it. Oh, of course, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it's, it's really like our guy, Brendan Q, that we, you know, we <laughs> like on Twitter, but he, uh, uh, he, he's great. Follow, go follow Brendan Q. But uh, he, he, I saw him say the other day that um, like he would be not happy with Soto. So I, I don't know. I don't know. And and, and he's really? not the only one. I, I just saw that. I just saw him say it, but he's not Did the only he say one. That? Bringing up something that like people don't want. It, I don't know. I actually, now, I'm, now that I'm remembering, I think I do remember him saying that because I think his point was that like, why trade for this guy when you could just sign him in like a year? I think he's, Soto's a free agent next offseason, right? Yeah, not that's this a long time from now. Yeah, yeah, time. exactly. Um, Two full seasons. Look, man, if they can go out and get Juan Soto, I would be absolutely thrilled. And there is something I wanted to ask you about. Go also, ahead. Like Juan, yeah, Juan Soto could be an option. I mean, there are uh, rumors around town, around the MLB execs, are that the Yankees will be major players. Obviously, those could all just be rumors to make us a little happy, and then we're going to get just Heimer Candelario. But uh, the rumors are that the Yankees will be in play for the big stars that might be available. Shoyotani, maybe Juan Soto. Another guy I want to ask you about. You said that you wouldn't be as happy, which was very shocking to me. I know. I think you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado. Mm-hmm. I, I said this in our group chat uh, that I'm no longer part of. That 
which is ridiculous, <laughs> by the way. We want you back in there, but yeah, it ain't gonna happen. But um, that uh, Nolan Arenado could be traded. I've been seeing everywhere that Nolan Arenado is bracing himself to be traded, and I think that would be amazing. Wait, Nolan Arenado's he's what? Like like preparing himself to maybe be traded. Oh oh, I thought you I thought you I thought you were like ensuing that he requested a trade, and I was like, did I miss oh, no, that? No. I I don't know if I missed that. No, but like that that the around St. Louis they stink, and uh, nobody knows what happened, but he could be traded. And this is a guy thirty two years old, not old. Obviously, that's not young, but it's not old at all. He's under contract until twenty twenty seven. Um, so. He's amazing at the plate. He had a horrid month of April, like one of the worst of his career. And he's got his numbers up 280, 847 OPS, 20 homers. And I said something about him and you said uh, that you wouldn't like it or something. You wouldn't. Yeah. So, so my thing with Nolan Arenado, um, arguably the best third baseman in baseball, definitely defensively, his offense is there. Um, offense is offensively really, really great. Um, but the one problem that I would have would, would Arenado help us? Absolutely. He would be, he would be a huge help to this lineup, especially if you smack him in there third in the order. Um, I think he would be a huge help for this lineup and you can move Rizzo down. But my problem with, with them acquiring Arenado would be, is that I feel like that would just be them moving towards the same formula that they've used since 2017, which it hasn't worked. And I get it. Like, like people, people like to reflect on the Stanton trade a lot, right? Like people like to say, and I, I totally disagree with when people, when they say that the Stanton trade was a bad trade, I totally no, disagree. It doesn't make any sense, man. Because <laughs> at the time, obviously you're making that trade every day of the week. I mean, well, you're coming off of one game away from the world series and the national league MVP, you're telling me you're not going to trade a bag of sun chips for. Yeah. We gave him nothing. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. To people that don't like that. Especially not to mention the fact that, like, yeah, like, he's on a big deal, but, like, he's not on really a big deal when you compare it to other contracts in Major League Baseball anymore. Yeah. But anyways, aside from Stanton, um, I feel like the Yankees making these splashy moves, I feel like, have not worked for us. So I feel like this would just be them following that same formula, and then I could totally see it end up blowing up in our faces three years and three years from now if they're having a similar season to what they're having now and we're asking the same questions, like, um, like maybe they shouldn't have acquired Arenado. Like, do I think he could help us this year? Absolutely. I think he could help us. Could he help us next year? Absolutely. I think he could help us, but I just feel like they would be sticking to the same formula, which I don't think is, which is what I don't want them to do. Okay. Well, I mean, the objective is to win a world series and you say that Arenado will help us this year and next year. So mm -hmm. like, let's say we do go out and win a world series in one of these next two years. It's not oh, like then it's like well worth year. it. Yeah, then it's well worth it. And then it. we're getting into that fourth year in 2027, and the guy sucks. Well, it's we still well, yeah, it's still well worth it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm still all about going all in, and I I, I love our Nolan Arenado. The one thing that you like, we know Nolan Arenado is a great defender this year. Metrics don't back that up. This year, he actually hasn't really been that great really? on defense. Yeah, he's in the 16th percentile. That's above average on Savant. And like I I have heard that his defense has taken a little dip this year, but. We know who Nolan Arenado is. I don't think that's, you know, very. I do remember him making an error against the Yankees. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't think that's like, you know, the end be all that he's having a down defensive season. I would love Nolan Arenado. I think the opposite. I think 32, I don't think 32 is old. And 2027, 
we'll do the math on that. Your math, your math guy. What'd you say? What How old it? will he be when his contract? I think is 37. Up? 37. Okay, yeah. so. And I suck 30... at math, by the way. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why you're saying I'm a math guy. <laughs> you're a math guy. <laughs> but we still have like a, a couple good years of really good Nolan Arenado offensive seasons to look forward to. You know what I would have liked though, which would have been like really nice. If what? we just wanted to part ways with Miguel, if we could just park it ways with Miguel and Duhar and have traded for him from Colorado, because you know that that was the we all yeah we all we all wanted that the Yankees front office didn't want it but yeah we that, did. Was, that we know that was the report that came out is that the Rockies wanted in Duhar and the Yankees weren't able weren't willing to give him up for Nolan Arenado absolutely ridiculous but um I think Nolan Arenado will be a big splash that will really help us. But I mean, Juan Soto is a big splash too, and he's going to be a free agent after next year. You you don't you want him? You, you want him, right? Nolan Arenado has a many years of control left, more than Soto even, and he's not old. He's not old. Thirty two is not old in baseball, and he's been doing it for a while. We know how great he is. It's gonna be it's tough to see regression happening for Nolan Arenado in the next couple of years. The thing with Soto is with them. If potentially acquiring Soto on the off chance that they do, um, I feel like Soto is one of those guys that you can lock up long term pretty easily. Like I feel like Soto's, I feel like Soto would embrace being a Yankee. I feel like he would really want to, you know, embrace the pinstripes and and really want to win with us. You know, not so much like like a lot of people always say like, oh, the pinstripes like aren't you know like what people want to wear anymore. Like. Like, yeah, like they're bad right now, but like, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Like, I do think there are like some players that would embrace being a Yankee. And I think Soto is one of those guys. I um, think Arenado could be one of those guys too. So I, I think in terms of getting Soto, uh, I think I wouldn't worry so much about the risk of him not resigning just because I feel like there would be a pretty good chance he'd resign. Um, Otani, on the other hand, now that's where it gets a little shaky because, you know, he had the chance to come here in, in 2018. He didn't. He didn't want to be on the East Coast. Um, people close to him keep saying he still doesn't want to be on the East Coast. Um, and everybody keeps saying that, um, you know, he wants to be a part of a winning team. The Yankees are, you know, they're above 500, but they're not really in a position as currently, you know, to win. Um, I see you're looking at your phone for Saquon. I see that. I didn't read it yet. <laughs> What does no it say? Deal for the, no deal for the Giants and star Saquon Barkley with talks going down to the wire and the best efforts are made to strike. A compromise. He'll play on the tag, but nobody knows when. He threatened missing week one. Uh, so Saquon Barkley does not get a deal. So now I am sad. Wow. <sighs> I'm even more sad. <laughs> Josh Jacobs also didn't sign a deal. All right. Please don't hold out, Saquon. Uh, New York sports right now. Um, New York sports right now, man. It's getting a little, little odd, a little weird. Anyways. Um, Wait, and Saquon Barkley tweeted. It is what it is. He tweets Saquon Barkley. Oh, my God. Did he really? That's Yeah. That sucks. That really sucks. Do you think they even trade him? No. No. Saquon Barkley is going to be on this team this year. Fuck. All right. All right. Sorry to divert you, buddy, but we got to go back to the Yanks quick. Yeah. Let's um, go. But uh, Otani, I was saying, uh, like, he, he said he doesn't want to be on the East Coast. Um, that's someone that I would worry about locking up long term. And I don't 
necessarily think that the risk is worth the reward, which is insane to say because he's the greatest player ever, probably. But I don't know. I'm I'm curious to hear what you think about that. Like, do you think the risk is worth the reward in terms of locking him up long term? Is that a move that you would make if you were Brian Cashman? Yes, it's a move I would make. I mean, it's Shohei Otani. You know, it's the best player in baseball. I think, yes, it's a move you make. That's a Yankee move you go out and get and you try to sign him. Who knows? Maybe he comes here and he loves it. He loves the New York culture. I think New York would embrace him right now. I couldn't couldn't say the same to you in 2018 when he was battling injuries for the first couple of years of his career. I think Yankee fans would have turned against him. The other thing about him, though, he wants to be on a smaller market team. And I know the Angels aren't that small market, but they are a small market considering L.A., because the Dodgers get most of the attention there, but um, so I I I don't think I don't think the Yankees will go out and get Otani. I think that's like a very yeah far yeah. reach. But yes, I would do it. I would do it. I would do it. Yes, I would. Fair, do it. fair. I do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of decisions to make, Danny. Um. They 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 can turn like they can turn it around like they can but don't know what it's I don't know what it's gonna take and that's why I'm saying I'm happy I'm not in that position of Brian Cashman um because they're only I think what a game and a half out of a wild card spot right now yeah yeah so two games out two games is it two whatever it is I mean and assuming Judge comes back like with the the new rumors saying that he's we're getting some good news on him. If you add Judge and a couple of other guys that could really help this team, I don't know. But also, like you need you need Anthony Rizzo, man. Like he's <laughs> it's not even funny anymore, bro. I can't even laugh at it anymore. He's he's that bad. So he's bad. that bad. So he, bad. He it's has bad. he has like a one ten average since he got hurt and against the Padres. That was just like May. I was in Austin, Texas, so it was like May twenty eighth, whenever or like May twenty sixth when that happened. Jesus Christ. It's so, so bad. Yeah, he's uh he was looking like he was on his way to one of his best seasons in his career. He was hitting over 300, he was hitting for power. Uh when was the last time he hit a home run? Since before that injury. Yeah. I th- I think if I remember correctly. Is it, like is it the injury? I don't or you No, know when it was, it like, was the red. You remember the home run against the Reds and that yeah, red yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that yeah. was his last one. Jesus Christmas. That was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> but um but Rizzo Rizzo stinks right now and he's got to figure it out. I don't maybe he just can't play without his best friend. The best friend is hurt. Maybe that's the which is mind boggling. I mean, that's like me. That's like me and you and co op. I can't play oh, without yeah. you and co op. Yeah, no <laughs> so, yeah, so we're we're just like Rizzo. Yeah. But yeah, it, it gotta figure it out. I mean, the guys that aren't hitting gotta figure it out. Bader has been sliding a little bit, but the one thing we know about Bader is he's clutch. Yeah. So even if Bader doesn't doesn't finish, obviously we need him to have to finish off the season well. If we do squeak into the playoffs, I'm confident in him there. He is clutch. But He's got to he's got to get it going. Glaber looking like he's starting to get it going again. DJ maybe he's had a couple of uh, multi-hit games, so stands hitting the long ball. They got to start hitting, but this team has problems right now, and it's not good. It's not good. There you have it. I mean, not good. Danny Donato, quote unquote, not good. Uh, perfect way to put it. Um. I think that pretty much sums up everything that I wanted to talk about today, unless if you wanted to really highlight anything else. No, not really, but. Yeah. I'm dreading watching this game tonight. 
It's like yeah. not fun watching it. It's like you watch it prepared to be hurt. Obviously, I root for them in the game, whatever. But you're kind of bracing yourself to be sad after. Are we going up against Shohei at all, pitching? Uh, no, it's not looking like it. Wednesday for them is still TBD, but I doubt that means Shohei is, would pitch there, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and not to mention the fact they have a a very difficult uh, swing into August, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. But yep. so I think it's like Houston, Baltimore, and we have Tampa. Tampa, yeah, it was Tampa. Yeah, I mean yeah, they they Baltimore, can make Tampa, up some ground Tampa. if they make the right acquisitions. They can make up some ground in that stretch. Um, Dude, the late late July into August, it's Baltimore, Tampa, Houston. Then we get the White Sox. We already lost the series too, but you know, then we have Miami, who's real, who's playing out of their minds this year, and then we have Atlanta, which is the best team in baseball. Oh man. We got to take care of of the Angels, the Royals, and the Mets before those series. That stretch will make or break the Yankees. It's going to be big. Um, But anyways, that's everything that I had for this episode. Um, Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Spreading the News, on Twitter at OfficialSTNPod, on TikTok at Spreading the News. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Right? Am I missing anything? I feel like I'm missing something. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, OfficialSTNPod. Yeah, whatever. It's all there. Uh, Thank you all for listening. This has been Chase. And Danny. Let's go Yanks, and we will see you guys next week. Please play Saquon. (laughs) Free Melly.